0: Now it's time for Live with the Vibe. Your four expert coaches have heart-to-heart conversations, share their thoughts and points of view about the things that matter to you most, love, relationships, your career, and trauma. Here's Julian Cantarella, Jackie Atchison, Susan Greif, and Amy Blumberg. It's time to learn a little, laugh a little.
1: It's time for the Vibe. Hi, and welcome to Live with the Vibe, where we have the hard-to-heart conversations. I'm Julianne Cantarella. I'm Jackie Acheson.
2: I'm Susan Greif. I'm Amy Blumberg.
1: And today we're talking about the struggle with the juggle. Did you know that according to a longitudinal study that's been tracking women's happiness and satisfaction since the 70s, there's been a steep decline in women's happiness and satisfaction? Oh. I think we can all relate to that.
2: <laughs> well, it must be that w- women are taking on more roles since the 70s, That's you know. That's exactly
1: right. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. You know. our roles- I just uh,
1: okay, I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. No, it's fine. Okay. I was just going to say our roles have changed, our responsibilities have changed, and now we're wearing all of these hats mm-hmm. and we're juggling all of these balls and you have everything in the air all at once, and it's very overwhelming for women. Oh. You know what
0: it is as women We want our homes and our children to be absolutely perfect. And I can say I got married in the mid-70s, and we were the pioneer of, like Susan said, and I was. I worked on Wall Street with the big shoulder pads. We were the men and the women in the house. So even though the men brought home the money, they didn't do any of the women's responsibilities back then. And now there's just more and more pressure because women Uh, are working harder and longer at their careers. They're excelling the same way men did, so it's not just a job, it's a career. They hold off having children and babies, and where the younger generation isn't getting married as much,
1: Well, they're getting married, but later. Later, yeah,
0: but they're also also not getting married as much, so the divorce rate in younger couples is less because the marriage rate is, the bigger rate of divorce is actually what they call gray divorce because we've taken on all these roles and now we're grandparents, mothers. We wanted to be these perfect beings all around, but you can't do it all. And I watch the kids now, too, and I'm like, I know for myself, I wanted to be a perfect parent in a really bad marriage not realizing that kids don't necessarily need perfect parents. I didn't have to be the Donna Reed mother. And that's all part of everything that goes on. I was
1: just gonna say, and today, there are a lot of, they talk about being the Pinterest mom. So not only, but not only are they doing it, it has to be perfect. And that adds another layer of stress because at once upon a time when we were doing it, we didn't have everybody watching us or we weren't watching everybody else. It was, we kind of had to keep up, keep up, keep up, and now it's comparing to everybody. Mm -hmm. So it's that Pinterest, you know, it's gotta be perfect. I have to be like wonderful. Donna Reed, wear my little apron and come looking with my makeup and my hair. And you know, my kid's cake has to be perfect. So there's a lot of other things that are adding to the stress today Mm -hmm. than just the added extra rolls. Remember, I can can bring home the
0: bacon, I can (laughs) fry it up. In the pan. I mean, that was the generation. Yeah, and now right, I watch absolutely. my daughters who have to work. And you're right, I never, I see, I'm a little older. I did yeah. not even know the
1: term Pinterest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's an added stress they
2: have to. Right, it. And I think, you know, even this day and age where I was able to be a stay at home mom for a while, our daughters are getting in, in relationships when they are young and they do have to work. The double income is so important these days, it's hard to survive on a single income. So, there's the stress of, you know, you wanting to stay with your child, but knowing you need to leave to bring in some money and take care. There's that struggle, the guilt. The guilt. I was just about to say there's so
1: much guilt involved in that and, and not, you know, then there's that, am I living up to expectations? And a lot of times we put that on ourselves. And I do have to say from what I've seen with clients
0: that are getting divorced due to the fact. That the emotions get so high and heated in a relationship with trying to do the juggle with the struggle. Um, it's really rough on women because, as good as the next generation of men are, and they are so much better than the generation I had, we were almost the pioneers in that industry. And because we did it all, and like I was saying, the men just went to work. Now, at least the men are very involved with the children in the home. Right, right. But everything still falls on the mother in most instances. In most instances. In most yeah. instances. Like if there is. A child sick, in most instances, it's the mother who's gotta figure out, even if she can't stay home, the childcare arrangements. And there's just pressure all around. Then they have to do good at work, and they wonder about how they're gonna climb the corporate ladder. It just goes on and on. They're the ones who do the relationships, the family, the planning. It's just getting the kids to school, the right schools, the camps.
2: There's so many hats that we wear, you know? We're the moms, we're the doctors, we're the daughters, we're the wives you know, we're, you know, help me out, ladies. There's so many, <laughs> chauffeur, the chauffeur, Laundry, the cook,
1: chef. yeah, there's yeah. so many things the that we do. Teachers, Just. teachers,
2: oh, yeah. so
0: teachers and so many Teachers, educators, right. And the men are teachers too, but in different <laughs> ways, yeah. But it is, I, I don't know, I mean, I know what it was like for me, And then i look at my daughters, and I don't know if it's because I remember what it was like for me, A, I do think it's harder, but it literally takes my breath away. I can see them, and I remember feeling like that hamster in the wheel, just going in circles and circles.
1: But I think you experience that now as well, and
0: with your clients, what you see as a divorce Oh my God, absolutely. Getting it together is so hard, and that's when it affects the relationship, and they don't make, the spouse is actually the last one on the totem pole who you spend time with. I look at even my daughters, and God bless, I love them. But at the end of the day, I need a night out with my friends.
3: How often do they say I need a night? How often do they say I have a night with my husband? I've been sitting here listening to you, and I can't breathe. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that that's exactly right. You just need a break. You need a way to sort of decompress and get away. And for me, that was always hard. And and, uh, not only like your daughter's double incomes, but commuting and going to the city. I happen to work outside of New York City. That commute, that harried feeling, that stress, like you always have to be on and doing, 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 is just incredibly overwhelming. So like I said, I could barely breathe. So for me, Susan, I'd love to learn, you know, for me, how do I address that? Because I'm feeling stressed, anxious, just even listening to you, and I bet a lot of people out there and our viewers are feeling the same way.
2: Well, you are talking about you can't breathe. There's a reason, because when we are stressed, our cortisol level rises, and we get tense, and our, and we, our heart races, and our, we can't focus, we can't think, and our breath gets shallow, so we're actually breathing only in our chest. But if we take deep breaths deep into our bellies, (sighs) that actually slows down our heart rate. It relaxes our muscles. And if we need to just take a deep breath into our belly, remember whenever you see a baby breathe, they breathe into their bellies. So that's like one step, but you know, the thing is with, you know, when we are stressed, we carry a burden, you know, we, we allow, we allow, people in our lives to and that we give so much attention to whether it's your parents whether it's your children your spouse friends business community right we allow we allow ourselves to take care of all of this stuff and so it becomes a burden so if you think about this and just actually carry all of this on your shoulder it's going to weigh us down it's so hard to move with all this weight it's hard to breathe, right? Mm -hmm. I talk about throat chakras, it's hard to speak. Well, you know, when you say all of this, I think about it, I've
3: been one who's had chronic neck issues. And when they were at their worst, in the height of me feeling like it was doing physical therapy and having MRIs and trying to figure out for me for my personal health, I was probably under the most stress in my career. Mm-hmm. And so there is a correlation. And for me, when I started to relax and I started to become a solopreneur and work for myself, and I have a great boss, by the way. <laughs> but, I heard <laughs> she's <pretty> fantastic. <laughs> but a lot of that stress started to go away right. and my neck got better. And it's so interesting when you talk about that, how we carry ourselves and how we feel emotionally and how we take that from work from the office to home to all of those things wow it's I'm really fascinated by what you just said
2: so the one way to open up the the block in our throat is actually find the words to say I need this from you I need a break I need Setting your boundaries. I was going to say,
1: it sounds mm-hmm. like you're saying setting boundaries. Yeah. It's so funny. I had a client literally yesterday who called me and she is um, trying to get back into the dating world. And she has three children who are in their 20s and she's, as she's speaking to me. I hear the anger in her voice. Now, of course, she loves her kids. They are her life. But she said, I spent the last 25 years of my life dedicated to them. It's time for me. Mm. And I confirm that. Yeah, it is time for you. It's the time for you. But I, just I did the, the same resentment.
2: thing. I was a stay at home mom for 20 years. And I was like, as much as I loved being with my children, I am so grateful that I was able to be at home for me, to, to bond with my kids in that way. I, there was anxiety that came with, my God, once the kids move out of the house, what am I going to do with myself? So that's when I went back to school, and that's when I started getting all my certifications and whatnot, so that I'd be prepared to do work when the kids don't need me any longer. And hang
3: out with us. And,
2: you know, <laughs> with my new family here, and I love you ladies, and I, so, you know, so while, you know, all that kind of brings our vibe down, yeah. mm-hmm. you ladies bring my vibe up again, and once we're able to let go and say what our needs are, mm-hmm. you know, we do soar, you know, we are you're able yeah. to like, take that stuff off our backs and, and stand up and rise. Mm-hmm. I think
3: you say a lot of very interesting things, but, also a lot of people struggle with how to set the priorities you're trying to juggle all of these things work family extended family holidays demands that are placed on you having to do all the laundry doing all those things and what are the shortcuts people can take you know how do you prioritize that because i really work with my clients on taking that stress and all of that struggle and making sure that it doesn't drag them into a place that's not healthy for them but also doesn't overshadow how they show up at work and it's setting a plan and having boundaries and priorities because It's easy for everything to just get blurred when you're in that harried state So, you know, Jackie, I ask you, you know, you get clients that come to you then they're at their wit's end They want to get divorced, but some of it could be a driver So tell us what do you tell people a client? I'm recently working with actually I don't just
0: work with people that are getting divorced they could be in the process of deciding and i have a client who i'm actually helping work to stay in her marriage so but there she's so caught up in the anger and the hurt that the problem is you and that is in anything, whether it could be your boss, your family, but for me, she's so angry, I say to her, do you want to be right or do you want this relationship to work? And that would be with anything, so we stop and we pause and I try to say to her, if this is something you need, you know, when you get really upset, you work out of emotion or you work out of what you've always been saying and how you react, but it's like, that's the definition of insanity, doing the same thing the same way and expecting a different result, so that's why we stop. We pause, we go through role plays, and I just say, in a kind and loving way, ask for what you need. And in relationships, men really, really do, when they love a woman, want to please her. her. They do. The and a do. lot of people, a lot of wives in these situations, don't realize it because they're just so caught up in the anger. So we, again, remind them if this is what you want. And we work on this over and over again. And practice it with friends. You know, you have situations too where you get stressed from friends who keep asking right. you for favors. Oh,
1: absolutely, And
0: and you don't want to lose a friend, so you do it, but at what expense? So I remind my clients too, why when you're on a plane, they tell you to put the oxygen that's mask nice. on. I say <laughs> that. And I know yes. that's such an old no, it's cliche, true. but it is so true. Because then you can't be good for anybody, because that's when you get stressed, angry, it hits yes. your relationship, you yell and scream at help. your children, your help. help, you're not a good coworker, you're not a good daughter. I mean, I'm part of a sandwich generation now. I have grandchildren, I have children, I have a mother, and you know, four generations of stuff. It's a lot of work. You have to take care of yourself first. Health.
1: Is right. your wealth. Health is your wealth, without a
0: doubt. So
2: I when I work with clients, when I feel like a woman is actually just giving so much of her own time and she's totally drained because she feels like she can't take everything. So I try to remember that we have to start caring about ourselves too. You know, we neglect ourselves because we were raised to take care of others. The first thing we play with is this doll. We feed the doll, we dress the doll, we have little tea parties the dolls we're taught to, to do nurture. that to nurture, to nurture to the point where you nurture so much that our you know cup runneth over and let we have <laughs> nothing left inside us so i actually have them write um two lists i have them write like what i need to do for others and what i need to do for me or want to do for me mm-hmm. so you know i have to take care of this i have to do that the work and for me, even just getting a massage, whether it is just breathing, meditating, anything, because in a week's time we need to have a give and receive to create the balance. Because if we're always giving and never receiving, that too can create illness and emotional frustration and anger and resentment, which you don't want to start, especially if you're in a dating mode or uh. sports mode or business I have to mode the business. Getting a
1: mani pedi is. Definitely underrated because I, I talk about that with my clients, do small things. A lot of times we're overwhelmed. We're saying, you know, how can I tackle everything? Remove yourself. Yes. Do something small. Go get yourself a manicure a pedicure. Put the phone away when you're oh. sitting there.
2: Disconnect, disconnect to reconnect. Disconnect
1: to reconnect and sit quietly and just breathe and, and get in touch with yourself. Do that often because I think so many people do not. They don't do self-care. They don't take care of themselves. They're set, who said with the hamster wheel? You
0: know, you're stuck ah, on yes. the hamster wheel. And you know what, get creative. I'm thinking back to when I worked on Wall Street and I was working for a digital print firm and I had to do networking and bring in clients. And I was meeting with this client. I said, let's go for coffee. And she said to me, I never met her before. She goes, how about we go for a pedicure? I was <laughs> like so I never met the gal and there we were. We've not done doing, that yet, guys. Not yet. Doing we have a to pedicure that. and that's how we got to know each other. And of that's course we got the client. Lovely. It was amazing. It's it was really yet. cool. You know,
2: I've been very stressed this past few months with work, with my community, with my children. My family, we did family trips and with the grandchild. It was a lot of juggling and it was all wonderful things, but it was completely exhausting. I was so drained. One day my girlfriend called me up and she says, let's go away. And you know what, we, we signed up. The next day we took a trip to Canyon Ranch for like three days just to get grounded to reconnect rejuvenate, and rejuvenate this. and let go of all the stuff that's creating that anxiety and stress.
0: Now, when you were stressed, if I remember, we partially started having this conversation, she wasn't, you weren't exercising, you weren't eating right, you were yes. in a funk where your business was concerned. I mean, that's how badly when you're overextended. And hormones. Yeah. And hormones, <laughs> yes. But, but when you're overextended. Right. Because
2: you didn't take care I of neglected. yourself. I neglected, I did not nurture myself.
0: So Canyon Ranch reset you. Yes. She's back to eating right, she's back to her meditation. Right. She meditated before this on the wall <laughs> with everybody there, and I don't know how she did it, but you are back.
2: I need to get grounded. You took care of yourself. I need to take and it was care.
0: Amazing.
3: Well, you know, mm-hmm. when you talk about doing a spur of the moment trip, I actually teach my clients to take the calendar and plan those things ahead of time so that you have what I, you know, restricted time, your own right. restricted time, on when you want to be by yourself or go with girlfriends. So I go away like you with a group of girlfriends, and we've done this now annually for the last nine or ten years. It's every time in November, I'm sorry, it's October and we plan it and so after we've gone on our retreat together we actually get an email the next day from the woman that plans it for us because we do it as a group and it's on my calendar for the following year so what i try to teach my clients in business is we tend to to your point jackie you know sacrifice our working out our wellness our well-being i say take your calendar for the month and put in first your wellness your physical all the family events all the things that matter and then plan your work Events or plan things that you can control around that particularly if it's your own business or you're the boss Because in this way you don't feel like you're neglecting yourself your family and it starts to get For your family a way to calm things down okay. right. to make it easier slower And I slow down my conversation with you just to kind of breathe because it's so easy to get caught up in that It goes back to that hamster wheel again.
1: Are you saying prioritize
3: prioritize and also set boundaries and really establish a plan so that that plan is really your guiding principles for yourself. You know, we talk about mission, vision, and guiding principles in business, but you need to have them for yourself personally mm-hmm. and make sure that the things that are important to you are important to you. Right. Okay. Then, then we end up calling Jackie.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but on, on that one, I was just going to say, it's a perfect lead, and thank you. How many people schedule a date night with their husband. I don't care if it's once a week I or do. once a month. I, I do too. Not as much
3: as I'd like to. <laughs> yeah, but that's the
0: point. I go back to we put our spouses at the bottom. Yes. If you have little children, granted, little kids come first, and then it's the money and the house and the socializing and the family. We put our spouses at the bottom of the list. They don't feel important anymore date night. It's exciting. You think about dressing. You feel sexy again, and don't. And I have a lot of people, and that's when they end up coming to me. I had one who was on a 15th wedding anniversary. They had a horrible marriage. They went out. They dressed. It was beautiful. They swore they weren't going to talk about business or the children. She relates this conversation to me. The night was beautiful. When they got in the car, they stopped talking again, and. So they reverted back. They reverted
3: back. So they could sew. Well, so, they might have burned their bras like Susan. So, you know, but that's the point. <laughs> that's too and this was
0: She came to me for life after divorce as opposed to, that's why I like to work with people from the beginning when they're in the should I or shouldn't I stage. Because I really work with them to try to keep their marriage together. It's so important. Along with teaching them budgets and other things. Because a lot of women fall back on that as well. It's just easier.
1: To, and and well, a lot Well, sometimes I think, Keeping in line with the struggle with the juggle, I think that's something that's easy for them to pass over. It is, over but to, you know what? Spouse.
0: But a lot of and men, they
1: get a little don't. relief. But a lot of men want a partner in that area too, and they don't even does, realize right. that. My husband keeps they telling me they want a
0: partner in that. You need
1: to know. So if I get hit by that proverbial bus, you'll have an understanding of what's going on behind the scenes. And I think it's just easier for us to say, "You handle that. I'm taking care of everything else," which they may not even realize. It, we are taking care of. It's just the normal uh, flow of the day.
3: Well, I've been married for 26 years, and I have to say, you know, we have a rhythm, my husband and I, Mm -hmm. and when he starts to see me almost be at that exploding point, and it's not always tears, Mm -hmm. but he sees me at that very heightened moment in time,
2: he'll say, hey, what can I do for you?
3: Mm -hmm. And so
2: I'm really fortunate in that way. My husband and I do the same thing. What can we do for you to help out when we see each other stressed out? And you guys know my husband
1: does that.
0: (laughs) He does? Well, I would like to say husband one, obviously not. (laughs) Clearly not. (laughs) Husband too, absolutely, he's a total gem. And um, you know, it really is about, like I tell clients too, you can. This is just one simple thing you can do: is every day just look at your partner and say, "What little thing can I do for you oh, today?" I always talk about one little yeah. thing. Yes, each other that and
2: do it every yeah. single day. Or acknowledge something positive, positive right? in Not your that's spouse. What so but you thank can do that with too. your
0: children, your yes. friends, your co-workers. coworkers.
2: You forget to say
1: thank you. Gratitude. I mean, it's a simple. I talk about extinguishing positive behavior. And we do that by not acknowledging. So when we want our husbands, like I have women who come to me and complain, he used to do X, Y, and Z, and now he doesn't do it. And when I dig deep, I find out, well, you extinguished that behavior because you didn't show gratitude, mm-hmm. and you—it's a simple. And you can
2: light the spark all oh, over. Oh, absolutely! Again, so.
1: And all you have to do is say thank you so much for taking out the garbage. Acknowledgment.
2: Acknowledgment is, is so
1: much, and being grateful takes it to another level. And
0: especially, men need that because men have testosterone, which is all about the ego (laughs) and you know what? Don't think you're manipulating them. No, it's not. It's it's, it's human, that's the human human nature. nature. It's the estrogen and the testosterone. It's it's how it works. It's important to
2: know and empathize the other person, to get them, understand Mm -hmm. how they work and so that you it's, can, they're
1: getting positive right. feedback. Right. So they're saying, "Oh, I'm getting positive feedback. I'm going to continue to do this." So when you talk about struggle with the juggle, what is the most
3: important relationship? Well, it's interesting that you say that because, right? with when you're in this situation, the struggle with the juggle isn't just about the relationship. It could also be about you. Oh, and right. I want to talk about that talk about. struggle within. That's yeah. right. Oh. Because some of us are perfectionists. Some of us also start are comparing ourselves to others. So how do you stop comparing yourselves? Some of us overthink things. Also people, we minimize the fact that we overthink decision making. And so when you start to think about those things, it, it sometimes comes within, and you create your own struggle. You create that, own, that dynamic, that challenge that sort of shows up. It can show up in business. You overthink things, and all of a sudden you're struggling at work because you're overwhelmed, or you, you say, yes, I'll do it, and you keep taking more and more and more, as opposed to being someone who empowers people that works for you. I think I use a great example with my own family. We were doing a family reunion for my dad's 90th birthday, and. I started taking on too much, and then my sister started taking on too much, and she and I even each other out, and we compare, and we really help each other, and we collaborate on things. And that's with family. But you know what? It. it created my own struggle, and I had to stop, breathe, think about what you would have said to me, Susan, now, and just say, wow, okay, so I needed to pick up the phone and start to say, hey, I can't do all this. Right. And sometimes we're afraid to ask, and that perfectionist Virgo in me is sometimes when I don't ask for help, and I'm starting to learn that I need to do that so that I don't struggle.
0: And do you know what else happens when you're a perfectionist? You so overthink that you never make a decision and nothing gets done. I don't mean you particularly. I've had to learn, but, how to but there do that. are certain things that sometimes you just have to say, "What's just do it?
1: What is right. the worst thing that but happens?" But I've had clients say to me, "I can't ask for help because then somehow that translates as I'm a failure." or I I can't do it without help.
2: Well, I had a client who was afraid to ask anybody for help or like, you know, if somebody says, let's go out for lunch and she'll always volunteer, oh, I'll come to you, opposed to say, why don't you come to me? She was brought up to believe that she shouldn't ask because her mother would yell at her every time she would ask a question. So it kind of like closed her throat chakra and often gave her migraines because, you know, if you can't express, you feel like you're in a chokehold and there's no blood flow and there's throbbing, the muscles are tight. So with that, I had her start asking somebody every day a question or a favor and to write down their response because in her belief system, she thought they'd all respond negatively the same way the mother responded.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, it's so amazing it's how you, manif- yeah, you manifest it. And you know it's yeah. it, all goes, it
0: all goes back, not to blame our mothers, because they're gonna blame us, we're mothers, but everything does go back to the time when you were between three and five years right. old. Right. So it's so Mostly important. for boys and girls are actually, it could be then, but if not it definitely goes into their
2: preteen and teen pre-teen years. That's where all this happens. Well, this is why it's very important when my kids, I have four children all within 7 years apart and what I had to do is I had to schedule my my day with them. You know, they went to school, but then they have to after school activity, they had doctor's appointment, they had a tutoring time, then homework time, but I always scheduled mommy time with each kid that's, that's so strange. that you have my you, well, we didn't have phones back then, but I tell my clients to like turn off your phones when you schedule mommy times, but there's also date night. Mm-hmm. So it's about scheduling, like you said, it's about creating a date night, it's about you know reconnecting with somebody. And by doing that, if you just chart it, if you just plan ahead, mm-hmm. you can get things done. Yeah. Well, it's interesting
3: you talk about the phone because the phone really can be a time sock. Oh. I really can. And that, and Mel Robbins and an excuse about it. Yes. for why you can't do certain things. And we talked about this because yes. we both watch Mel Robbins. We listen to her. She talked about not even bringing the telephone into the room. Absolutely. Well, I have to
1: tell you, my husband and I decided that years ago not to do that. Wow. Our phones do not come into the bedroom. We don't have a TV in our room, wow. we do not have a phone in our room. We really try we have pillow talk (laughs) that's what happens at the end of the day for us we really catch up with each other you know i have three children two of whom have chronic illness we have medications we have doctor's trips we have other things along with on top of business and everything else and there are times where we're really two ships passing in the night until we get in bed and then we have pillow talk and he does more listening and i do more talking quite frankly but it's it's a time for us to really connect
2: but you have that space to
1: talk that's it
2: we decided uh-huh. that's what it no is no tv
1: no phone it's our time
2: and i think most of us need t- to give ourselves space to talk and whether it's talking to others or even journaling or yeah. drawing, or get whatever it, it is, get it out. Whether, mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it could be a screen, it has to be. Absolutely, that's
0: what I tell my clients when they're going through a really rough time with a spouse. Write the letter, put it in the draft file, put, write the letter, doesn't mean you ever have to send it to them, but just getting this stuff out releases anxiety and right. stress too. I hate him, I don't hate
3: him, I'm angry, I'm sad, how could he do this to me, whatever. Well, I tell, Get it out. I tell my clients who are in business, when you've had something happen at work and you're angry and you're frustrated, your first reaction is to respond to an email or to write an email. And I say, write the email and keep it in drafts. Exactly. Never right. send it. Because what happens is, is that there's regret. Yes. And that regret creates even more stress, and that juggle, and that emotional component. So when you write that email and you leave it in draft, it gives you time to think about, it and That's then awesome. you read it and you're like, Oh
2: wow! Right? Why yeah. did I write that? Don't I write it. It. I right. really write that did I? that? We're all guilty <laughs> right. of
1: having that knee jerk reaction. It's yes. taking that step back
2: and, and pause. Re- yeah. Pause. Breathe. Power of the pause. Pause. Is wow. And like because when we're stressed, like we said, trigger. Like yeah. we react without thinking instead of acting. Yes. So.
1: Is that our best advice?
0: Is there any? any? One, one trick. <laughs> one tip. What one tip. What?
1: Oh, oh. Quickly. I would say if you're struggling with the juggle, take a step back and definitely make some you time with the, you know, put the oxygen mask on first without a doubt. It's hard. It's yeah. really hard. There's a lot of guilt attached to it, but definitely do it. You would get through the guilt. <laughs> and you'll be a better, no, you will. and you have because to, when you're doing because once
0: you feel better and you're in that yeah. state, it's amazing how many more doors open up and you do find time in the day for yourself. It's just reprioritizing, it really is, and put down the phone. Oh, that takes up so much time, it, it is work, versus productivity, and that's another question whether I ask myself every day, I have it on my calendar at 10 a.m., am I working or am I productive? Right. And that's when it reminds me, put that phone away. Bye. Bye.
2: And I believe in the balance between nurturing others, nurturing ourselves, and, and like you say, scheduling it, and make sure that what your needs are met, and expressing your needs to whomever it is that you have to be heard.
3: And I use plan tomorrow today so that you have a plan for the day. And I've taught my daughter that. It was as simple as when they were in pre-K, laying everything out the night before and having a ritual and actually planning that day, whether you're three, four, five, or you're 45, because then that way you know what to anticipate. And then if you are hit by surprises, which we all are, with the struggle of the juggle, you can at least anticipate, but you know that you've planned your day and you know what's most important Mm -hmm. so that you're really making space for those unexpected.
0: All right, if I need help with that, I know where to go. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, as you always do. You guys are awesome. Next week, we're gonna do health and wellness. So if anybody has any questions regarding health and wellness, please write us at the email attached to the end of this show. And again, we want to thank you for being part of our second show on Struggle with the Juggle. I'm Jackie Atchison.
2: I'm Susan Greif. I'm Amy Blumberg.
1: And I'm Julianne Cantarella. And,
0: and we're, we're Live with the Vibe. If you want to learn more about Live with the Vibe or send questions
3: for upcoming shows, email Live with the Vibe at info at live with the